Using all his connections, favours owed, and a large amount of money, Gapes was able to bring in some very big names. Tony Blair and Bill Clinton had agreed to perform a once-in-a-lifetime duet, with Blair rocking his guitar, laying down some tasty licks over Clinton's superb jazz saxophoning. I had set a large portion of the budget to bring in these two modern superstars like Romulus and Ramus to my she-wolf. What a coup that would be for me. Rumours that a new political supergroup was set to be formed resulted in great excitement from the fine political commentators the UK has. A thousand think pieces bloomed and I was fortunate enough to gain an interview with one of the UK's premier political experts and have a white working class think. John Harris, thank you for giving me this interview. It's a pleasure, Timothy. Jimothy? Timothy. Blair, Clinton and Gates could be the biggest supergroup since my plan to combine the guy from Oasis, the guy from Blur and the other guy from Oasis, with me on the drums and also being the frontman. The white working class would have loved it. That's what Labour needs to focus on. Britpop groups from the 90s, not Palestine and trans rights. Quite right. Going back to the music... Yeah, the market traders in Grimsby don't want any mosques in their town. Uh, and Labour need to pay attention to their genuine concerns if they're ever going to win back these constituencies. Back to the music. When I'm in Blackpool and finding the loudest, proudest, most racist people I can, they all tell me that there's far too many non-white people. Labour needs to be much more racist if they ever want to attract these people I back. I think we're done here. I'm as left-wing as they come. But when I'm in the EDL marches interviewing the men with the swastika tattoos on their faces, they tell me the black... Sadly, the envisioned supergroup never came to pass, due to what the insurance claim describes as a malicious act of God. It's all written down here, clear as a crystal of my darling white meth. Dear Mr. Gaper, I would yes be delighted to do the music, send the $800,000 in untraceable bitcoin, and we I do the music good, send the money now, I get the money, do the music good. From the real Tony Blair at the Tonty Blair Fundushian. I can't believe I didn't think of that first. That is a written contract that will hold up in any court. But when I rang the Tony Blair Foundation to get the details for his rider, they said it was the first he was hearing of it, and the date of the festival conflicted with a talk on how to silence nosy journalists he was giving in Saudi Arabia that weekend. Well, it is very important work, and our dearest ally deserves the advice of our most beloved politician. So then I had to call up Bill and ask if he could turn the duet into a solo, but his staffers rudely said they'd never heard of me. Yet here I have this email. Dear Mr. Gaper, 
I would, yes, be delighted to do the music. Send me $800,000 in untraceable Bitcoin and we, I do the music good. Send me money now. I get the money. Do the music good from William Clinton at clintonfoundation.org. That one might actually have been from Bill. With Blair and Clinton no longer available as advertised, Gapes decided to approach the man who combines the best attributes of the two. The only man, aside from myself, who combines the trustworthiness and humility of Tony Blair with the innocence and purity of William Clinton. My old comrade in arms, Tim Farron. Me and Tim go way back. Back to our days as drinking buddies. Milk drinking buddies. Me and Big Mike, we only drink the finest of the milks. You can't trust the water, you see. Because of the chemicals. Yes, the chemicals. Giving men strange urges that make a mockery of God's will. you got to be careful of that sort of thing, you know. That's why I never shake hands with men. It's a slippery slope. If you're willing to touch another man's hand, who knows what other parts of his body you might end up touching? Like his cock. <laughs> yes, Mike. Or his anus. Exactly. One minute you're fist bumping Jimmy Buffett, the next you've got that very same fist right up to your elbow, buried deep in his tight. Yes, well, you, you get the idea. Now, I'm not home the phone. Some of the best men I've met have been the ones in the conversion camp around, okay? Replacing Blair and Clinton with Farron meant we went from being Cream to Ringo Starr and his all-star band. From one supergroup to a different but equally good, if not superior, supergroup. I was Ringo Starr, and Tim was Colin Hay from Men at Work. Some of the voyeurs weren't available after acting childish over the money. If we're going to do this, I want to make sure... Well, that I get much more money than anyone else. The only way I can make that work is if you're the only member of your band that gets paid. I'm sure they won't mind. It's the music that's important. Luckily some of the goons were musically trained and with all the spying they do of my enemy's bedrooms they can easily be characterised as voyeurs. So I knew Tim Farron and the voyeurs were formed. A better Tim Farron and the voyeurs. Like when the dead Kennedys kicked out that trot bastard Jelly Biffer at my insistence. I did give them their name, after all. It was a dark day in Dallas, November 63. Some of the new band members weren't quite up to snuff when I started working with them. However, with my gentle but firm management skills, I was able to help them improve quite dramatically. Let's get these symbols a bit higher. But Mr. Farron. Call me Tim. But Tim. Actually, no, I think Mr. Farron is much more appropriate. Mr. Farron, I can't reach them when they're that high. You've got them eight feet up now. You've got to hit your cymbals high, otherwise people might think you're, you know... Think I'm what? A bit queer. 
Gapes and Farron got along like a festival partially on fire. The only hint of turbulence was when sorting out Farron's rider. What is it, Tim? The goons told me you were distressed. Oh, mate, this won't do. My rider specifically said I was to have ten pints of whole milk, and they've given me ten pints of semi-skimmed. This is an outrage. I am so sorry, Tim. Rest assured, I will personally track down and punish the goon responsible for this. And that's not all. I also asked for ten pints of semi-skin milk, and they got me ten pints of whole milk. That's simply not what I asked for. Heads will roll. That rider mix-up was the worst thing that happened at the festival. I still lie awake at night, wondering if there was something more I could have done to prevent it. Tim being the professional he is, soldiered on with his set, but I could see the sadness in his eyes. This next song is called Sting. The Russians don't love their children. And uh, one, two, three, oh, hold on, hold on, you there, yes, yes you. C can you and your fellow male try to keep a bit more distance apart? You don't want to be dancing like that. You might touch each other. And we all know where that leads. No, stop that. Don't hold his hand. Security! Security! Can you please escort these men from the festival? Separately! Guffered South Peaks from Pulliam. This time the rats are really gone. We wouldn't lie about it a third time. You know, I wasn't sure about this chill-out tent, but it's working wonders. Look at everyone relaxed and lying down. Sadly, the chill-out tent had to be evacuated after a carbon monoxide leak took the lives of 72 young festival goers. The only problem here is that weird smell. Oh well, I'm sure it's nothing to be concerned about. I heard there was a guy who paid people in order to let his band perform or put him in a film. We didn't have a film, but we did have a music festival. I didn't think it could be worse than any of the other acts we put on. So I put him on being a piss break between Savin and the Buffett set. At first I was thrilled by this young man's music energy. It really rocked my cock. And when I heard he had political ambitions, I was happy to share certain techniques and tactics with him. Postal votes, that's what you need. Get as many uncompleted postal votes as you can get your hands on. Unfortunately, he quickly revealed himself to be a swindler and a thief. Do we get things back on track? Our values are under attack now. We have heroin. They are the ones responsible for answering these questions. They're not asking the question, what is the China connection? Lies! What connects these chemicals? Lies and smears! From Shanghai, from K2. China are our precious allies, and a budding market for concert documentaries. I don't have any heroin connection whatsoever with the honorable gentlemen of the Chinese triads. Why don't you pick on a real communist country? Like Russia? 
such a shame to see a promising young man succumb to popularism, the heroine of our times. Yo, normally these festival folks just want the hits. Cheeseburger in Paradise, Margaritaville, the Pina Colada song, but Mr. Gates is a true connoisseur. He asked for a five-hour set of all my material, even the deep cuts. The stuff nobody likes because it's terrible or too obscene, like fucking a dolphin riding the blowhole. But for some reason, my merch just didn't seem to be selling. Get your genuine bootleg Buffett merch here. 10% cheaper than his official merch stand. We've got cheeseburgers. We've got margaritas. We've got a hundred albums of unreleased material that he left on an unattended laptop. Never heard before. Possibly because it's too good. Don't forget to check out the sex tapes where I fuck his wife. By hour three, my voice was getting a bit sore and the smoke wasn't helping. Why won't it turn off? Don't know. I don't know. How much smoke does it have? These machines were just meant to hide the cover bands. There's sparks coming out, yeah? Uh, I think, uh, I think we should get off the stage. Gates was kind enough to give me some of what he assured me was cocaine for free, too. He said he'd snorted enough of my stuff. It was only fair to let me share some of his. Let me be clear, I may have snorted some cocaine, but that was only because the more I snorted, the less there was for other people to abuse. It was a purely selfless action. This was the good shit too. I've never had energy like that before. My show took on a whole new dimension. Just great coke, man. Way better than the cheeseburgers. I've had diarrhea ever since I ate those. He'll be back. They all come back for more. Jimmy Buffett is mine now. My property. Oi, where's the toilets? Oh, uh, just over there, sir. No, that's the G.G. Allen Memorial, innit? Yes, but it's also the bathroom too. It's what you would have wanted. The G.G. Allen Memorial was my idea. I knew it would piss Gapes off. That swindler, that thief, he stole most of his act from my influential Jesus tour anyway. After Buffett's set finished, the security staff rounded up all the festival goers and herded them to the main stage to watch what was to be the first of many performances by Mike Gapes. Some people say you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Nonsense! Once you've got the pipe down its neck and started the pump, you can make it drink until it explodes. I believe this was the first time you performed in public since your controversial Jesus tour. Yes, I don't think the public understood. It was just a performance. I wasn't saying I was actually Jesus. Fuck you! Fuck you all! I'm Jesus! This is not a performance! I, Mike Gapes, am literally 
Jesus Christ! I will kill you! I will kill all of you! You can take that as a death threat. If a recording of this is played in a court of law, this is not part of the performance. I, Mike, Jesus Christ, Gapes, am threatening to kill all of the audience members with the guns and bombs I have illegally purchased from the Colombian junta. Yes, that is a terrorist threat by me, Mike Gapes, the man who is Jesus. I have wired this whole building to blow, and if any fucker leaves or attempts to call the police, I'll set it off. Don't push me, I've survived worse. Performance art is dead in this country. Once all the festival goers had been corralled and the wreckage of the smoke machines cleared from the stage, Gapes strode on stage wearing a cape and a crown, resplendent with bright jingling bells, before quickly leaving. After he had put on the rest of his clothes, he once again re-emerged. This is a song I wrote about a certain old bastard called Jeremy. As you could tell, this troublemaker is a complete cunt. In between each song, Gapes would perform a variety of tricks to show that he was not just a musician, but a complete performer. There was plate spinning. Oh, fuck. Juggling. And even knife throwing. Thank you, thank you. It's all in the wrist. Gapes' performance has been described as transcendent. I was transcendent. And would surely be remembered as the greatest show of all time if it were not overshadowed by the unfortunate incident. Before the festival, we had run a competition for a fan to appear on stage with Gapes during his performance. We only got one entrance, possibly due to the £150 entry fee. That poor young guy must have been a real gapehead. I tried explaining to Mike what would happen backstage before he began his performance, but I'm not sure he was listening. So, the fan gets on stage. Yes, yes, where's my crown? Where you'll present him with a cake and the entire band will douse him with champagne. Wait, um, where's the cake and champagne? He was a skinny 5 foot 2 white kid, wearing a t-shirt saying, I won the Meet Gapes competition, I have been heavily vetted by security, and Mr Gapes has been briefed on this. Pleased to meet you, hope you guessed my 
night. And now, the winner of the Meat Gates competition. Why security didn't stop Gapes, I don't know. After he'd finished gutting the fan and rubbing the blood on his face and groin, he went into the audience. This reminds me of the 1970 documentary Giving Shelter, which covered the events of the notorious Altamont concert. The similarities are uncanny. I stuck around St. Petersburg when I saw it was time for change. Yes, I agree. Although despite reports, it's just an urban legend that the stars were singing sympathy for the devil. Pleased to meet you. Hope you guess my name. That's right. They're actually singing under my thumb from their breakthrough 1966 album. Okay. After you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, baby. Hope you guessed my name! Yeah! It was the blood that caused it. Take that! There was simply too much blood for him to resist. The Black Ops Goon Squad could have handled the incident. They are trained for just such situations. But at the time, they were on the west side of the festival, dealing with another attack from the strange beasts of the rainforest. I don't know if you heard about us framing him for the East End murders. Who knows how that thing thinks. But suddenly, a knife-wielding Gates wasn't the biggest danger in the crowd. So you meet me, have some courtesy, have some... What? Is that... Oh, oh no. He is here. Everyone, to the landing strip. Call Jeffrey. Don't look back. He might not notice us. Leave him. We still have the second crew. We need to go to the landing strip before rental. <gasps> Wouldst thou like to live independently? Come on, Jeffrey, where are you? I sure could use another cheeseburger. Shut the fuck up, Buffett! We all need to be sharp. Take some more of this cocaine. We can't have you shitting yourself now. It's here. The Lolita Express is here. I've never been so happy to see it. Get on board, everyone. Ah, Mr. It's good to see you again. I go by Mike Gapes. Now, Jeffrey, don't use that name again. Ah, that makes sense. I can see why you changed it. All those lies and smears about you. Lies and smears, that's what they were. I've covered up a flame in holy water, just like you asked. Let's get this door closed. 
close one. Next stop, Big St. James Island. The secret second island nobody knows about. That's where the real sick shit happens. Fantastic! And Jimmy, we can get you a new wife whilst we're there. I will help you pick. Well, I do have nine other wives, but ten is such a nice round number. Yeah. If you like penis clubs, come down to my island. You can have penis. That's where it goes down. If you like penis colladas and fing up the ass, I'm not funded by and I will never kill myself. Ilford South owes a massive debt to Mike Gapes for Gapefest. No, wait, it's the other way round. Gapefest LTD did indeed go into administration due to the many large loans it took out and was unable to repay. But nobody can say they weren't prompt and generous with the salaries they paid their staff. That's another... £800,000 bonus payable to me for all my hard work. That puts the company £20.8 million in debt. I see. Better make it £900,000 then. Every festival has its ups and downs. For every fire that broke out, and there were a lot of fires, there was the hologram of Tupac that shook my hand and declared me the greatest anti-racist of all time, or all the money I made. You know, I really think that the people who attended will never forget it. Mike Gapes MP is still the former MP of Ilford South. Richard Miller is missing. Jimmy Buffett left Big St. James Island with four new wives and a new strain of gonorrhea. I call it Margarita Gonorrhea. Jeffrey Epstein died in prison after breaking his neck with a bedsheet whilst the guards weren't at their desks and all the cameras malfunctioned. Shortly before he was due to testify that many of the most powerful people in the world were paedophiles. And as for me, Gapefest taught me to live your life fully, because you never know when it might end. That's why I'm training for a white collar boxing event, due to take place next month at the Ilford Catholic Community Centre. If you enjoyed this documentary, please come along and cheer me on, it should prove fun for all the family. Alpha Tav Pizza and Polyam, 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 Alpha Tav Pizza and Polyam. If I should get me that free pizza. Well, I'm not quite sure why that was allowed to air, but please rest assured, Jimothy Baker will never be on this station again.